It's your boy. We back in this again right here. Got the Kyle Kalimba beat. Got that tank beats. Shout out to uh, Dr. C. Shout out to my boy T-Nap. Yo, what's going down? Here we go. Huh. Me and Diddy to the streets, to the game. And it's all for the fame. Freestyling off the top of the dome. That's my name. All day I go. I rap the beat. Oh, man. You know I go down. And you know I hit that bone, man. Call it Cheech and John with the way I be spoken. You know I'm always up here token. Yeah, riding the beat like a motherfucking go-kart. Curving around corners and you know I'm on a go star. What up, what up, it's week three. What is that? Is that a uh, water base you are putting up on a still? Bring us in a second. I give you one second. Okay, so week three, we weren't even around for week one or two. First episode of the season, actually, we're kicking the tire. This is tires. Uh, all, I, not, all I see uh, is the uh, man. Yeah. All I see is the uh, okay, good, good. Yeah, that's all I got. I answered that. We'll, we'll kick it off in a second here. Man. Yeah, man. Week three. That's how fast the season is. We didn't even jump in week one, two. Well, life, life, life goes. Life happens. Yeah. Oh, fade in. Fade soon. What up, baby? There we go. What's good? What's happening? All right. Mr. K. Who, man? Mr. K. Who. Maybe, maybe I can finagle a call in. I. We did it once. We'll get him on the next one. We got to nail down our schedule. That's all. We got to get the schedule, and we have to keep working the kinks out we stream i don't really practice all the streaming stuff during the week so when we do it i'm like going by the fly hey, i need to get more dialed in freestyle baby yeah yeah all right man so uh what do we have for talk about first do you want to talk about some injuries around the league injuries yeah man let's 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 hop on in it injuries notably really how it's gonna impact fantasy wise um you know we're gonna skip ahead on waiver wire targets because we missed out on tuesday and today wednesday but uh we'll, we'll have some sleepers for sure some guys that are definitely out there so just know that we're not recommending you start these motherfuckers but maybe a stash you know what i'm saying um but yeah let's, let's hop on in man um some obvious ones right two two out in miami's hurt um uh, i think got out the first quarter uh what does that do jacoby Brissett's in is that going to impact anybody i don't know if you had anybody on the miami team anyway you're probably in bad shape um beams who did you have go off for the Green Bay Packers? Mr. Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. Uh, yeah, he might. Yeah, he actually both Aaron's went off, huh? Yeah. Oh man, I thought you had Jones as well. You no, no, I think I thought Ivy had Jones. Oh, that's why you sent that little meme dancing, huh? Yeah. That's yeah, what I man. Think so. so, so they torched the Detroit Lions, and that's another team that I. Green Bay, by the way. I mean, no real notable injuries, but. That was kind of the segue to Detroit. They, this is one of those teams you and I brought up before. The bad teams that have a uh, still, you know, relevant fantasy players, in particular PPR. Uh, this guy, uh, I think his last name Cephas, Cephas, C E P H U S or something like that. But uh, he's been showing up. We're not chasing really uh, the box score with him. He's kind of a guy that's just been Jared Goff's safety blanket. Um, but uh, this some other guys like I know Jarvis Landry over the Browns. He's hurt now. Odell still hasn't come back yet, so you're trying to figure out who, who does that really impact. Um, I wouldn't go and grab 
the Browns' next receiver, but I, I'd temper expectations for like Mayfield and uh, probably even the Chubb owner because that means they're going to rely more on the running game, which you would think, hey, so they're going to give it to Nick Chubb, but not really. They still got Kareem Hunt back there. So what I mean is maybe the volume for him goes up uh, to match Chubb's workload to compensate for the lack of receiving core that they've got. Um, yeah, man, uh, we segue real quick into our league. Uh, how you doing? You sitting up 2-0? Uh, no, I am 1-1. One one. So I right. took care I've, of business this week, huh? Yeah, the, the first game, coulda, shoulda, woulda. I had some players on the bench and whatnot, and I probably could have competed. But I, I actually missed um, – I'm pulling my damn roster right, right now. But I missed oh, yeah, the, yeah. Why you pull it up? Oh, yeah, I right? missed an injury, and so I, I didn't get to get to my team in time before noon. And set them so I, I took a goose egg on one of the players. Um, oh, yeah, not, not not nice, not nice. What about Man. you? What are you at? Uh, I'm 0 2. Shit, I'm 0 2. I love you know, you know, our uh side pots first three weeks, division games last three weeks. So, so far, man, I've lost 40 bucks, could have had 20 and a 20, man. So, yeah, hey, I'm a little sad on that one, but uh, I'll tell you, uh, why, why, why are you looking up your team? I, couple other injuries that might might impact you fantasy rosters out there uh, here's one that everyone's got on their radar the justin fields when is he playing well it looks like it's sooner than later right because andy dalton got a knee injury if you guys are watching uh the bears game um another crazy thing i saw raiders Kenyon drake has not been uh how do you say fulfilling you know um i guess living up to the hype um it, it's gonna change this week week three for sure i mean he's still getting like 10 i think he got 10 out of 11 receiving targets you know so especially in ppr format he's still gonna stick around um but the last injury i know of that la rams daryl henderson um i kind of gave up on sony michelle dropped him uh, i guess we're gonna see you know if trading the fifth and sixth round pick for this uh the 2019 first rounder you know sony michelle see if that's gonna pay off now with uh daryl henderson you know possibly sideline for some time uh i think it's a rib injury or something like that but yeah, man, that's injuries, really. Shit. What do What do you think about? Um, I mean, being a hometown Texans, Tyrod Taylor. Did he? I, what was he scoring? I think he did pretty well his first game, but he went out with yeah, a hamstring. Man. Like if you if yeah. you're in a deep league, I think. I mean, I don't know. Maybe as a backup player, you might have. Uh, he's for him. sure. Like, uh, yeah, he. We know he's not QB one, but uh, he, he's he was scoring like a QB two for sure. Whatever that even means. Like like you said, depending on the league. QB two league for sure. You already got his ass. He's he's one of the top, you know, the second tier. But fantasy wise, right? I mean, he shows you exactly what he was, man. Uh, it's just the last couple of years have been unlucky for him, man. But he's a consistent guy that won't turn it over. Actually knows when to pull it down and run, and knows when to kind of hang in there, hang in there, hang in there, and try and you know get the ball off. Which sometimes will turn into a turnover. But uh, man, he showed the good, good stuff, man. These last two weeks, um, and we were looking good against the Browns, man, for a couple quarters. It's a fucking shame. That hamstring, man. Here we go. More Muslims on the Texans. You know, nobody loves these hams, dog. They just don't take care of them. I don't I don't know what we're going to do, man. Why do you think that is? Uh, I think it's just the generation of the athlete, the freakness of how, like, built and chiseled they are and their muscles tearing each other and their own body apart in different parts. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what is that one? Um, the hernia? The hernia one is apparently like a freak one where like your quad muscles, your lower body's fighting with your upper body muscles and it just rips your abs a hole in it for, you know, all your intestines come out. That's just being too swole. So I you know what I mean? It's just a generation of these freaks. Like they need to calm it down a little, I guess. I don't know, man. 
they're so quick twitch, I guess, if we talk about the hamstring specifically. Yeah, so he scored, uh, at least in our league, 29 points the, against Jacksonville and then 20 points against Cleveland. That what, with the, the play he got injured on, he like kind of galloped in. It looked like he was like um, doing a little taunting, but he actually just pulled his hamstring. People thought he was like trying yeah. to like walk in like swag-wise and stuff. It was kind of funny. Oh, but it wasn't. He, that's when he pulled it? Damn. Yeah, yeah. He was just slowing down because he pulled his hamstring. Oh, shit. But then he went funny. back in after that series. Yeah, and I think after that he was like, That's nah, when it I, really I fucked up. Damn, yeah. man. Yeah. But, I'll um, tell you what, uh, before we move on, reaching for it, like we're talking balls deep because, hey, that's what we is. Is that your baby. phone? Uh, turn your turn yeah, goddamn so phone off. Goddamn. Taryn, if you're watching, what the fuck you doing? Goddamn. Flip it. Um, Minnesota. Dalvin Cook. I saw his ass limping off the field in the fourth quarter. So if you're desperate, if you went to Miracles, if you balls deep like we are, straight up, go get uh, Madison, I believe, is the second stringer. I think they drafted a rookie out of the fifth round as well. He's Vikings. Um, I don't know, man. You know, Dalvin Cook tore his knee, I think, his rookie year. Uh, uh, not saying anything injury-prone or anything. I'm just saying, hey, if it happens, you know, we saw him limping, you know. So, hey, you never know. Who's a uh, John Vu's got Dalvin Cook, it looks like? I believe so. That's what, I'm lo- that's what it's looking like. Um, cool, man. Well, is there any other notable injuries? I'll scan that article you sent me real quick. Um, I'm not seeing anything huge. Nah, man. Um, you know, besides the typical other shit, um, you know, we're talking about fantasy-wise. I think if you were Indy, we saw what happened with Carson Wentz. He got out in the fourth quarter. So if people are screaming, like, why aren't you mentioning Wentz? It's like, I don't know. I didn't have any Colts um, playmakers anyway. And if anything, I think it's obvious. If you had a Jonathan Taylor... <clears throat> I think the value goes up. People might think it goes down because a trash quarterback, Eason's coming in now, no experience. But, I mean, that just means they may have to rely more on the Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack type combo, uh, which what teams will tend to do to alleviate pressure right off the rookie QBs coming in, which Texans about to see tomorrow night, baby, which I don't mean to jump ahead. But, you know, rookie QB, how to, how to soften it for him, you know what I mean? How to lube it up for him, you know, two tight end sets, two running backs in the backfield, heavy protection type shit, you know. Anyways, uh Week three, man. So you one and one, trying to get to two and one. I'm zero and two. I'm just trying to get a fucking victory. Yeah, but I mean, so it's funny. Uh, I think Will was even saying, "Well, there goes my season" or something. But zero and two is nothing to be, you know, afraid of. You don't. You definitely don't want to go zero and three for sure. Zero and four is even. Yeah, yeah. Kind of zero and four starts to get a little worrisome. I think. Yeah, I think zero and four you're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ooh, I, did, man, I think I Randy know. had a bad season. What was it, last season or the season before? Where yeah, he, yeah. He kind of went in a minute. He went like, oh, he, he like kind of dropped out so soon, like at 0 and 4, 0 and 5. Like, that's when it's like you're definitely done. Because you need, you I, to me, it's like you need that little cushion for the, because uh, fantasy, like all games and even like in the NFL, it's kind of a toss up sometimes. Luck's got to be on your side. So you're going to, you're going to lose some. It's just about being able to pace them throughout the, the season just to make the playoffs. Yep, for sure. Hell yeah, man. So I, just gotta build in that man. luck. <laughs> uh, well, let's get it. Week week yeah, three so, predictions, man. Okay, okay. So I guess what? I mean, you kind of have already done there, Houston, Carolina, but whatever the week three. We'll talk about week three first. Yeah, can you pull up the games? We'll just scroll through them, and uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe pick out a couple division matchups. Um, I could tell you some of the sleepers that already got picked up that I hope or that I'm leaning on to to pop off. Uh, Shit, man. James White, especially PPR, we've been waiting for him. We've been waiting for him. I think now's the time. I mean, every quarterback that's in the pocket uh, will love 
you know, to have that safety valve running back to dump it off. Um, quarter world Patterson, uh, you know, these are guys that probably should have got picked up. So, but quarter rail. Yeah. It looks like Mike Davis ain't all that, uh, in Atlanta. So, uh, you know, the old former receiver turned running back slash utility return, man, you know, he's, he's trying to, trying to make a carve out of, you know, carve himself a, a career. All right. Rondell Moore. What you got? So I, was, I pulled up the uh, week three uh, NFL odds spreads and lines. So I figured we can just run through the games. I'll tell you the. Uh... Let me just say fuck Matt real quick because uh, he picked up Rondell Moore, who's a good pickup for the Cardinals. Um, you know. And anyways, man, Quintez Cephas or Cephas was the Detroit Lions cat I was talking about, and uh, I would mention Brian Edwards, but uh, I think D's already snagged him in our league. Las Vegas kid trying to see him pop off. Let's see what you got, man. You got the matchups, bro. Uh, yeah, so um, we can go more into the Carolina-Houston game, but we'll start with there just like in terms of picks. Uh, we got Texans-Panthers, Houston plus eight. Who are you going with? Oh, That's... man, I guess we're taking – wow, Texans plus eight? Uh, yeah, it's interesting that it's plus eight. Oh, it's because of the Davis Mills thing. Yeah. Boy, I tell you what, you'd have... That's a... yeah, for the sake of speed, I'd say Panthers. Um well, I guess I'll, eight uh, yeah, points, I'll, I'll, eight points I'll go is a lot, but I, I believe it's the respect of the uh, rookie quarterback playing against one of the top ranked defenses. And how about that? What is it? Um, Sam, why am I forgetting his last name? Oh, Sam Darnold. Yeah, he's going to have Darnold. himself a little rejuvenated welcome tour. So Carolina is uh, like, what, 2 0 now? I think they won their last game. Yeah, no, they, yeah, man. Yeah, they, they Dude, played he's the Jets. In a, he's in a good spot with uh, Matt, Matt Rule. He's in a good spot. So, uh, you know, he remember his former head coach the last two years. He's now an offensive coordinator in high school, Adam Gase. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Sam Darnold, he's looking up. Cool. Uh, we'll go to Jaguars, Cardinals. So this one, Arizona minus seven and a half. So Arizona's favorite here yeah. against Jacksonville. Yeah, I'd, I'd still take the Cardinals. This is another um, just see, uh, see Houston Texans, you know. Uh, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars who's got a quarterback, a rookie, Trevor Lawrence. Um a situation that's worse than Houston, I still believe. Jacksonville. We can always depend on them fuckers to, you know, be the bottom of the barrel, so we'll never be rock bottom. So, yeah, man. Uh, Let's see. Love Arizona, got... too. We already know our boy J.J. Watt looks good in red. Did, I, I didn't really catch the God, game. Man. Yeah, I'll have to I can't go believe back. DeAndre Hopkins used to, used to be on our team. We had, like, the Michael Jordan of the receiver, quarterback, the end. God damn. At one point, Cushing, linebacker. Yeah. But we I mean, had like, dude, we've like had good players, top man. Top tens at every position, dude. Top tens in their own position. And had yeah, we never like put it together. Um, Damn, dude. So Bengals Steelers. Let's see here. Ooh, this is gonna be a good one. Pittsburgh minus three. Oh, that's a good one. That's a close and a tight one, huh? Yeah. So I'm gonna give this one. I'm gonna give this one to the home team. Who, who's at home in that game? Uh, Bengals. Yeah, so Bengals, they, they, you know, that's like the little brother that finally gets one. No, 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 you know no, 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 it's, it's Steelers. Bengals at Steelers. Oh, Steelers. So, so I'm going to take the Steelers. Yeah, we'll take the home team on this one. I think they it's just a toss-up like that. You okay. Yeah, yeah, they got that OG, OG. Wait, man, just shit. What's the primetime ones? Let's just go through that and we'll move on. Shit. Uh, what are primetime ones? Oh, what? skip the Texans. Cause we got that one coming up. The What's the Sunday nighter? It's probably be at the end. Oh, let me see. Oh, okay. We did Texans okay. Okay. Wait. Wait. I got. I mean, I know Monday, starting next week, it's Dallas Philly. Dallas. Ooh, Philly that's a plus good one. You know what? four. So Dallas minus four. 
That was his favorite. We all talk shit about the NFC East, but the fact that they probably produce some, some more of the uh, fantasy players that are rostered is a uh, you know it's pretty pretty big deal, man. You know what I mean? Uh, I want to talk about Gainwell. If he's still on the waiver wire, you definitely need to get Gainwell, right? Um, a lot of people don't know that's a rookie fourth or fifth rounder. Philly grabbed. Uh, fucking Randy got him before I, I had a chance. Uh, Cowboys, you already know. They popping off. CD Lamb. Mike Gallup's hurt, so you know you can dig into uh, wide receiver there. Dallas is two or wide receiver three to be your flex when you're desperate. What's up? I thought you had a thought, my bad. Yeah, no. So on Sunday, I don't know what time the game's at, but Buccaneers Rams. Uh, Tampa Bay minus one and a half. That's gonna be a fun one, man. Man, that's gonna be what you think. I mean, that's two good defenses. That's two great offenses. Yeah, and holy shit, dude! I hope that's a slobber knocker. Two, yeah. two. I mean, offensive philosophies, mindsets. So maybe OG versus Youngblood, because uh, you know Bruce Arians don't fuck around, right? And I think we have Baltimore, <laughs> like Kansas City. I think that's game three this week, right? I mean, week three. Nah, they just played. They just played. Okay, what's uh, what am I thinking of then? Who's Kansas City playing this week? Oh, Chargers. That's a division rival right there, AFC let me, West. Let me, let me uh, double check. Yep, Chiefs and Chargers. Uh, one thing I'll say about that, I was hoping Roundtree would pop off um, the rookie running back, who, but it seems Justin Jackson has overtaken him as the number two. Um, if that sounds a little too obvious for you, then I'll just say that continue avoiding the Chiefs wide receiver depth of what Demarcus Robinson and uh, the other cat, but maybe not the second string running back. Man, I don't know if Clyde Lair is gonna really uh, fulfill it, man, this year. So just a little balls deep there, man. Uh, oh, so going back to this Chargers and Chiefs game, it's uh, Kansas minus six and a half, and. I think if you have a running back on either one of those teams, probably not going to score a lot. Maybe, maybe, but I just feel like that might be um, just a slinging the ball over the, all over the field. Because if Kansas City gets ahead, they're going to have to just start throwing, and they're not shy from throwing either team. They're kind of built on throwing the ball. So it's going like to be cool. Yeah. Two young quarterbacks going at it, and it could, you know, well, I feel like every time we say this or people say this, it ends up going the other way. Like they run the ball a lot because they want to keep the ball in the quarterback's hands, and so it just becomes that until the game gets away. Then they're like, all right, fucking chunk it. No, no, I, I agree. I definitely agree, man. That's a great point. I, I'll say this, man. If Either way it goes, if it ends up being like high-flying, passing yards, points, or if it's a grinded-out game, I, I think I'm going to try to take charges in this one with the six points. Um, hell, if we talk in real life, uh, I think the Chargers could do it. And why not? It's, it's week three. I'm a, a big believer in, like, some of these coaches holding out, man. You know, not putting out on the first date. You know what I mean? Not not showing the titties right away and just like you know, getting being basic. You know what I mean? Uh, saving that shit for what November, December playoff time. So I don't know, man. Maybe the Chargers can take advantage. Yeah. So like, I mean, that's a good point. Just with um, whether it's a trick player or whatever. Do you think the Chargers? I mean, the Chiefs really? Because the Chiefs are kind of like the underdog here, not by much. But you have Justin Herbert against Pat Mahomes, Super Bowl winning quarterback already. Um, did he get? Did he win MVP? No, yeah, you already okay. know. Yeah, so bro, this this year's Madden was a uh, uh, two two goats on it. it was the, the oh yeah yeah Tom Brady and uh, Pat Holmes. Yeah, man, like can't even be creative, man. Couldn't even give it to Derrick Henry, man. Give it to two people that already have it. But anyways, I'm sorry. 
That's funny. So what do you think about uh, Justin Herbert going against Pat Mahomes? Do you think he can keep up? Like he's he's definitely a good Hell quarterback, yeah. but people have put Pat Mahomes in this like um, top tier level. I think Mahomes is having fun now. He, uh, he's over. He's past like trying to establish confidence in himself. So like he's on a whole other level. Justin Herbert's not going to catch him on that. But Justin Herbert has his own. Uh, uh, he he too is um you know Mahomes maybe up here, but Herbert is too confident as well. So yeah, what I noticed like not, um, yeah. watching the last game with uh, the Chargers. He just seems very comfortable, like just within the offense in terms of how he bails out the, the pocket and how he finds a receiver. Like he knows where his backup receivers are. He, I mean, he's not a rookie, but he's still a pretty young quarterback. So he just seems like he's a little ahead of that. Whereas Pat Mahomes just came in and did that uh, as well. For sure. Yep. Yep. And uh, remember, hey, Texans got uh, Pep Hamilton, his uh, OC man. So that's uh. I mean, hopefully some of that magic comes to us. Some of that Justin Herbert success we saw last year translates to David Bills this year. Uh, I don't think it will, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, All right. Well, I think that's uh, let's go, man. I we think four sleepers. Good, yeah, well. yeah. Let's let's move on because I think those are like the most games that we really care about. Badoom. What you got? Week four man, sleepers. I, Let me pull up this article. You know, it's tough right now, but I like how we're doing it after the waiver wire because we get over saying the obvious stuff that you're already going to check out on ESPN and shit come Tuesday and, uh, you know, today. So we jump right. I, I mean, I, I'm not sure. Is James White owned in our league? I think so. Is Kenyon Drake? Yeah. If so, it's probably time to cut those guys. Um, I mentioned Gainwell. A deep two games earlier. in? You cut people already two games in? Well, no, no, no. I'm sorry. These are waiver pickups. Okay. Uh, if you got – if yeah, yeah. If you stashing them, uh, like, I think it's time to move on and find the next, uh, the next diamond in the rough or lottery ticket. Um, like James Conner, I, I don't think everyone has him. I think now would be a time to get him. He's playing the Jaguars, if anything, so why not stream against him? Uh, in our uh, league, uh, Will has him. Uh, James Conner? Yeah. Okay, so maybe I didn't even maybe realize he was in Arizona. So if I got to go even more balls deep, like I had mentioned um, previously about uh, Alexander Madison, you know, seeing Dalvin Cook limp off the field, I believe Madison's not owned in most leagues. Let's see if he is in ours, but – uh. Shit. Receivers, I kind of have a little easier time. Um, quarterbacks is kind of obvious, so we skip that, right? But receivers like Darnell Mooney, I'm sure people have already given up on him. But uh, I think especially in PPR leagues, man. Allen Robinson's there, but he's the, the rookie. I don't know if he's going to be gun shy. I think he's going to chunk it. I think he's going to throw it uh, plenty of times. I think the guy's got 15 targets already. Uh, Darnell Mooney does. So it's just a matter of time when he's going to do something with the uh, opportunities. Um, we mentioned Rondell Moore, so I don't even know if he's probably not available in most leagues. Fuck Ivy for getting him. I really wanted that guy. Uh, and we mentioned that Lions cat earlier. Uh, Cephas, I still don't know how to pronounce his name. Quintez is his first name, though. But uh, Yeah, I looked it up. <laughs> I couldn't pronounce it either. Yeah, um, he's... I mean, he's, he's, he's going against the Ravens this week, and the Ravens, I think, is a name brand now. Like, they're not the scariest D out there. Um... He's getting like six or seven targets the last two weeks, averaging each week. So, I mean, we'll see what he does, man. He's real close to being the number one receiver right now. Uh, what do you think of Jared Goff and with uh, Detroit in that offense? I, mean, I thought they did better than I expected uh, the other yeah, night. Yeah, they're doing good, man. I think it, I, I don't think the roster is um, as poor 
as people may think, I think they have a better roster than the Texans. Um, the problem is the Lions from the ground up need work. And that might be like a cliche shit, like a culture, um, that type of thing. Um, leadership, veteran type shit, men leading men. Right now, it's like the coach trying to lead everyone right now. So, and you know, that type of uh, ruling, I don't think lasts very long, in my opinion. Uh, that's for the college type, right? I think Urban Meyer is experiencing that right now. You can only rah-rah so long. These grown men will, uh, you know, they, they didn't heard it before, right? So instead of like college where you get fresh ears every four years. But uh, yeah, I, I think back to the point, uh, I think the Lions are just trash from the ground up. So, uh, but Jared Goff is doing it, man. Like you said, they were hanging dog for like two quarters. They were there, but like that, that's what an organization yeah. does. The Texans, we saw it, right? We would hang, you know, through the years and then something would fuck it up, you know, turnovers, whatever. We just weren't used to winning. So I mean, do you Lions, mean, gotta, um, do you have any other week four sleepers for us? Nah, have, man, I guess, kinda, uh, kind of wanted to do something real quick here because I think it's easy to say sleepers, but we have a pretty big league. Let me hit you with running back, wide receiver, and tight end, or just a flex in general. And from our league, we'll see who's available. I'm going to rank them. And according to ESPN, you tell me which one you would take. They might all be trash picks, oh, but like out like of it. these. You're going to give me out of three or what? Uh, I'll just give you like the like top four or five. Oh, yeah. I like this. This is and tight. So we so the, do this so, from now on. So, yeah, like I think for the, if, if any of our guys in our league are watching, free advice. Um, we got some noobs in our league. And then I think if these guys are available in our league, there's a good chance they're available in yours. Because I think sometimes, like even the ones you mentioned, most guys of those guys are picked up in our league. So yeah, we deep, we we twelve man league. I mean, our roster is small, but five we'll skip, five. Bench. We'll skip quarterback. Uh, maybe we'll come back to that because yeah, yeah. I do have a quarterback question. All right, so we'll start running back. Uh, Michael Carter with the Jets projected to go eight points. Now, these projections are going to be really low because there's not a lot. Oh, don't even depth. tell me the projections. Just just name me okay. like the top right, three right or on. four. And right. then I'm going to scoop one, and then and then you tell them after. Tell me after. So if you don't know about a player, I'll, I'll expand on them. I'll look at his stats or some shit. Tell me them, the team, and uh, who they playing, bro. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. So we got Michael Carter is the top-ranked one according to ESPN in our league. He's a running back for the Jets, playing against Denver. What else did you want to know? Oh, that's it. Okay. Then we got Next Damian one. Williams with Chicago, We're playing against Cleveland. We got Salvan Ahmad, Ahmed. Playing against Vegas. He's a running back with the Dolphins. Then at four, we have David Johnson, Houston running back, playing Carolina. And then fifth, we had Ty Johnson, another Jets running back at Denver. Are they using a lot of running yeah, backs so in the Jets? I would take uh, Ty Johnson. I would swap him and Michael Carter. Only reason, Michael Carter's a rookie, and we, he had the hype, I believe, coming out of North Carolina. But Ty Johnson, I believe he's been in the league a few years, and you could, I'm just going with the veteran there in a running back uh, backfield committee. Uh, you're talking about getting protection and veteran, uh, I guess not leadership, but just more mentorship or a sense of security <coughs> around a quarterback that just threw three, four interceptions against the Patriots last week. And, uh, you know, our boy Barbie Ken, Zach Wilson. Um, oh, so I'm, I'm looking at the player comparisons here. Um, let's see. Okay. Um, sorry, my screen got all messed up here. Oh, uh, yeah, man. All right. I was getting... so Michael Carter. Uh, three points first weeks. Uh, ten points the second week. Oh, then, okay, so he's gaining some steam. Then Ty Johnson was three and five. So that's so they're about even there. 
Carter's okay. got a little more love. Okay. Let's blast through these other ones. Uh, wide receiver. Let me rank them. We got Tyler Boyd uh, with Cincinnati playing against Pittsburgh. We got Sammy Watkins at two. Baltimore right, wide receiver playing against Detroit. We got Tyrell Williams, Detroit wide receiver playing against Baltimore. We have Emmanuel Sanders at four with Buffalo now. They're playing the Washington football team. Then we got KJ Osborne with Minnesota playing against Seattle. So I like KJ Osborne. Um, this would be one of those examples. KJ Osborne and Tyler Boyd, uh, one of those examples where bad teams still produce fantasy stars in their wide receiver depth. We're talking about two guys that are wide receiver three in their own teams. How the fuck could they even be a wide receiver three flex on your fantasy team? They're barely a three in their own team. That's probably what you're asking. How how could it be possible? It just is. I don't know the sort of volume. Uh, I don't know the fucking recipe. You know what I'm saying? I just know it just happens that way through opportunity, through the targets, through the studs at wide receiver one, opening it up. You know, and they get one-on-one -on -one coverage, which, I mean, come on, 50% of the time, you're going to win one-on-one -on -one coverage uh, some way or another, whether it's through speed, whether it's through technique, you know what I'm saying, out of the slot, size, yeah. using size out the outside. All great but points. Yeah. Uh, so KJ yeah. Osborne, just to put in perspective, uh, against Cincinnati his first week, 14 points. Arizona had a good game, 24 points, and this week he's projected for 10. So anytime you can get a player like, off you know free agency in a deep league if they can score 10 points that's a win for me you know and put it putting you flex like that's what i need minimum i need a 10 from yes, like, the player if i get a 10 i'm yes, happy sir. and what i'll say is um emmanuel sanders i heard um no man if anyone else is going to feast besides the safan Diggs, it's it's going to be cole beasley we know that um you know, I want to use a different word than security blanket. I think I've said that a little too much already. Um, but Cole Beasley is that, is that typical white boy slot that's just going to go out and out-route you. You know what I'm saying? He's got 101 in route running on Madden. You already know, short, medium, and intermediate. And, uh, uh, probably not deep because of his size, but you know what I'm saying? Like he's gonna He's your third down. He's your money man, green zone to red zone type cat. Yeah, and Sanders only has uh, nine points against Pittsburgh and then six points against Miami for his first two weeks of the season. And so, again, yeah. ranked higher Things than will open Osborne, up. But All right. Things will open up for sure. What, like what you got to tie in? This is the tough one, man. This is, this is a tough cool. one. There's a big drop-off in tight end. This is going to be difficult. Okay. Tyler Higby is the top-rated tight end in our league that's available. Uh, tight end for the LA Rams. Play in Tampa Bay. Probably not the week you want to pick him up, but hey, Max Williams, number two, Arizona tight end from you know from Arizona playing against Jacksonville. Austin Hooper with Cleveland playing against Chicago. Tyler Conkin with Minnesota against the Seattle Seahawks. Then you got Blake Jarwin with the Dallas Cowboys playing against Philadelphia. Sorry, I can't speak right now. Let's go, man. I would take Jarwin. Um if anything he's the most notable out of that bunch i know he's ranked last on there but uh, remember, i think you picked about... the last guys in each one you picked like the fourth or fifth guy yeah i'm telling you, it's, it's just one of those uh i mean i don't know out of those cats one of these motherfuckers got a hit i did like schultz over this guy jarwin but um you know, it's just a lot of playmakers there, and, and we always get that goofy score where it's coming from the Y or the h back or the the motherfucking you know tight end the th third third tight end you know what i'm saying in a heavy set when they do play action pass i think that's just what's gonna happen here you're, you're looking for like a, a touchdown and I, I know that dallas cowboys is gonna be a high scoring game um their defense has improved but uh i mean it's it's still a leaky defense 
Fumi. So I right. love it, man. Tight ends tough though, man. Like, Leaky buttholes. All right. Leaky so I buttholes. think that's think that's it. Um, and then just real quick to compare them all against to get each other. Yes, sir. Out of all the flex in our, and again, in our league, you can do a flex for tight end, wide receiver, or running back. So maybe we should have just gone to this. <laughs> but for flex, Tyler Boyd is the top-ranked player. Sammy Watkins, Tyrell Williams. So all wide receivers. Um, Manuel Sanders. That's interesting. And but then, we ran it like that in case, you know, someone's looking for a certain position. You know, Yeah, so KJ Osborne, then Tyler Higby right shows up. Um, but yeah, okay. So I think that's good to talk about sleeper picks. So if you were tuning in, maybe that helped you. Um, Houston, Carolina, tomorrow. What's going on? What you looking forward to? Who you got? Man, I guess we're just going to see what this rookie's doing, man. I don't really have much else to say. Uh, This is a pretty good team that uh, Nick – Yeah, yeah. This is a pretty good team that Nick Casario patched up. I mean, a lot of – you know, we said it earlier, like just just veteran-type guys, uh, prove-it-year type deal guys, you know, age – if anything, they're working together to produce some good film so that they can get contracts next year. You know, maybe that's the one thing that's un- uniting most of these uh, mercenaries. You know, um, but uh, damn, our boy uh, Kirksey looked good. You know what I'm saying? Um, I like the way you framed that. Yeah. Just saying, yeah. like you know, I forgot what I already said. I already no, just said. about like I mean, the one-year deals and players might like you know they got obviously have a chip on their shoulder. No one's expecting them to do well. Then might not necessarily be saying Super Bowl, but it's like you know, hey, this is a this in between team for me. I can put good tape out there, get a bigger contract, go with a better team. Bro, if I'm David Cully, like, yeah, while I'm here, might as well have some fun, you know? Yeah, bro, like, I think that's a great motivation kind of push for a team. Like, if I was the coach, it's like, let's be real, probably not going to Super Bowl, but hey, what a great opportunity to you know go get you some money out there. So, sir, might as well have some fun and. Go out there with a chip on your shoulder and win, win some games. Shock the world kind of thing. And maybe you make a playoff game. And that would be like the Super Bowl for us in a in a sad way. Because it would be shattering sure. expectations. i tell you, the defense is looking better and better. Um, I haven't really paid attention much uh, to the front seven. I've just seen how our uh, – uh, who's our boy? Um, Bradley Roby that went away to the Saints. How that's really uh, hurt us. Her Graves is uh, sort of playing up to potential. Uh, Justin Reed's kind of like the last bit of the glue that's like holding anything together. Yeah. But you know, it, it is it is what it is, man. Um, as far as the offense, I mean, I I love our running back room, and I just don't know if any of them can be trusted fantasy wise. But it's gonna be a good as uh, I think it's gonna be good for a Thursday nighter, or at least we've had good games so far. Sunday was great. Monday night was, you know, they, Green Bay whooped that ass eventually, but Sunday was like good scores, good top notch competition this should be man i mean carolina's pretty good but yeah who am i kidding man i mean we saw the spread right it was eight points like we're about to get butt fucked dog but hopefully we get some good news out of the rookie we see him develop you know what i mean take his steps now so far i think we'll protect him yeah i mean so i I was impressed with him in the preseason and i heard even through like training camp he struggled struggled a bit um not a it was a third round pick right yeah yeah third round pick from stanford so you you'd hope like you know Really got a little high football IQ or something. Figure it out. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. So it's yeah, been we'll interesting see, to see man. the full game with the, all the bullets flying with the with the ones. I love Sam Darnold. Not, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. I don't. I love Sam Darnold. Darnold. I love his 
the story that he can um, make for himself right here if he has this little redemption year. You know what I'm saying? Remember, I mean, I think Teddy Bridgewater was doing all right. I don't know why they did a one and done. Um, but was he know, like to hurt? get Sam? Nah, yeah, it might have been. I'm not sure, but we know he in Denver now, and I just don't know why his coach didn't, you know, try to fight for him to stay. But uh, you know, Darnold, hey, I. I think he had talent coming out of USC, but he was young coming out of USC, man. So uh, all these guys are young coming out. You just think they were old? They're yeah, like twenty-one. But I think Darnold only played like a year, one year USC, and yeah, yeah. So which hadn't been heard of, I guess. And you talking about a school that came out and had like Matt Leinart flopped. Uh, I think the only other good quarterback was like a Carson Palmer, right? Um, so we'll see. You know. But yeah, man, we'll see. Uh, f- f- fuck this game. You know, hopefully that's I'm excited to see the running backs. Brandon Cooks is balling still. Uh, Panthers, they got the top defensive unit, one of the top ones in the league. You know, like I said, we're gonna get molested, chestered. Either way, it should be a good time. How do you how do you like the fans oh, yeah. back in the stand? Does that change anything for you? Like watching hey, the game? Actually, you hear them, bro. I feel like you hear them. I don't know if that's like, like CBS and ABC pumping. Yeah, I don't know if they're just bumping for crowd noise, but you do really feel it, dog. It is tight. Um, I'm sure it's badass for the players, man. You know, so. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, so, I mean, I haven't been to a game yet. You went to a? Didn't you go to a game? I Texas went State? to I went to Texas State game. Or you tailgate against okay, Baylor? Yeah, and we, we did a little tailgate. It was nice. It was just nice to kind of like you know be in the the mix of tailgating again college, and be outside bro. and around yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. It was a little weird being in college because I hadn't really done that since college, and it's been like yeah, yeah. almost a decade since then. So it was a little wild. Barbecue and shit. Yeah, we, we pulled, pulled a little grill out, and, like, you know, we had our kids there, so it was nice, me and my brother. And then um, just all the, like, the college 21-year-old dudes hanging outside their car, screaming at the Baylor fans. Uh, good good oh times, good times. Yeah. Man, I hope – now we're going to have kids at our tailgate. Uh, I hope we can get that together soon. Shit. Oh, yeah. We got to, like, get, like, a playpen and make it big. Go I'll say fuck the tailgate. We'll just all meet up. That's Want true. Tailgate at the house somewhere. Yeah, that's, that's, that's probably the way we, we have to do yeah, it now. It's probably yeah. yeah, probably a good idea. Yeah, maybe like the guys can go do the the tailgate once a year or some shit. All right. Know. So what's happening? We're gonna kick the show off, uh, or end the show, I should say, with what's happening. Man, you know what? You know what my go-to is on what's happening. It's freestyle. We we should plan more topics, but uh, what's I got a fucked up story. But I'm gonna start happy first. Um, okay. You've been watching the What If, the Marvel. That's our go-to. I haven't. Like, I have not. Yeah, so I watched I kind the first of one, but it, missed out on all that. Yeah, the first one was a little too, uh, too much. Uh, I don't want to be insensitive, but hashtag me too. You know what I mean? It was, nah, it was it was Peggy Carter. Oh Captain yeah, Carter. like if uh, Captain America if was like the, the British chick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the only one I've seen completely. Uh, the second one sounded cool. It was like Yondu with uh, Black Panther, and I think it was one of uh, Chadwick's uh, last uh, performances, yeah. voicing the Black Panther. Yeah. I didn't watch that one yet because I, I want to pay attention to that one for sure. But it was like if Yondu had uh, adopted him or some shit. Yeah. Anyways, it got dark, man. One of the last ones was like Doctor Strange if he had broken his heart instead of his hands. That's just wild. I heard yeah, he's that. evil or some shit. Yeah, boy. So, anyways. Oh. Yeah, man. Oh, what, what's that article I sent you uh, today? Like the soccer. There's a Brazil Brazilian soccer player who is having a baby AKA with his Hulk. ex-wife's niece. Yeah, we need to get. I wish we could call people, man. We need to get Will talking. We about can. This. I just like I gotta set it up. Nasty, nasty ass Brazilians, man. So this man over here, apparently, um, you know, hey, anybody, you're not happy in your marriage, 
that's what people do nowadays you know i'm not gonna judge them you know some people work it out some people say peace you don't know what happens under someone's roof but anyways this man hey wasn't happy got out of his marriage got back into another relationship married had a child the thing is this woman is the niece of his ex-wife god damn these nasty ass brazilians dog so <laughs> i'll tell you man but so i looked i looked at the article and i'm, I'm gonna we, we started this episode like without setting anything up so i can't pan to the computer right now but i looked into it it's like uh this guy's wife was like 33 the niece was 32. So at first you feel like it's like this 10, 20 year age gap just by reading it. It doesn't make it right. It's still cringy. Damn, really? Yeah. So oh, like yeah, it yeah, must've yeah, been yeah. a situation where it's like, I guess she had a brother or a sibling that was significantly older than her that when she was born, like the ex-wife was born, her sibling had a kid a year later. So there's gotta be a huge age gap between oh. her and the sibling who's actually a parent. And it was just weird. The, the dude had admitted that he's been unfaithful in his marriage with his ex-wife. He has three children. And he said he did not sleep with the niece before the wife claims he was sleeping with the niece the whole time. Oh, man. So, but that's just weird. I mean, even if you weren't sleeping and having the affair, it's just that's just such a weird, uh, weird dynamic that they just accept and celebrate. <laughs> it's just, now, let's it's, get it out the way. I mean, she's the family barbecue person. is going to be awkward. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, they definitely ain't going to any reunions. No. Nah, the nah. kids' brothers will also be their cousins. Yeah, yeah. see that right there? It's just. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a tight knit family. They tight knit family. Uh, so, that was like the interesting article I saw today that I wanted to talk about. Um, Man, so you heard about this chick, that uh, 23 year old gal? She went on a little cross country trip with her Yeah, fiance, I was going to bring it up, but it's, it's very, very dark because I think today they. they um, they found her body, right? Up in they had found a body, but they had had to identify it, and they have identified it. They confirmed it, it today? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. So now everyone's yeah, on this mad man. hunt for the ex or the, the boyfriend, who I've heard called fiancé and boyfriend. Don't know if he was the fiancé. or heard fiancé, too. People no, are, fiance. So people are um, speculating that it was him who did this. Oh. Maybe he proposed and she said no, or maybe they were engaged and she called it off. But there's also, I found today, um, just surfing the tube, there's a video of a, an officer's body cam and who got called to uh, a disturbance that was reported between her and her boyfriend. A female, right? Female state ranger? Yeah, I mean, it was like it was a few cops. They, they all came yeah, and approached yeah, yeah. it. So uh, apparently they had such a big fight and it caused a scene. So someone called the cops on them. Maybe it got physical. So everything's pointing to the boyfriend or fiance. Yeah, I heard, Nobody I can find them. Each of them popped each other. One of them slapped the other. There's still. Oh, I didn't see that. I just saw like. I bad to interrupt, but yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's very sad. It's very it's very sad. Like in that. Hey, what the lib? Fuck you, bitch. Librarian told me to be quiet. It's a library. I'm just saying it's sad that people do this like with in relationships where, no matter what happens, it's like to go out of your way and like har physically harm people that just like takes a different kind of uh, person to I'm telling make, you man this make that decision like it's one thing to be like upset and angry but like to to have to take it out and take someone's life over like come on man like the, the world is it's I'm betting he I'm betting problems, he killed himself man. they'll probably find his body somewhere I'm betting he killed himself or yeah, he yeah, yeah, himself that's the only way. find him yeah, he already knows he's going down like that and he probably yeah. did it like he probably has some anger issues and did it in the heat of anger. 
versus like a premeditated, I'm going to kill her because no one can have her kind of thing. I bet he got so angry, he just got physical again. And maybe she fell on a rock or he pushed her. You think he did something like that, huh? I think his, he, I, I feel like his rage. type shit. Yeah, his rage just yeah. got the better of him and he probably uh, went overboard. Or maybe, or maybe he was just like, fuck, you, you're not going to leave me and I'm going to fucking kill you. Who knows? That was true Detective Season 3, man. How but, the kid ended up dying. It was like an accident slip and shit like that. They had to cover it up and go through this whole wild duck goose chase to find out it was just an accident. Like, what the fuck? That's wild, man. Yeah, but I, I, I bet the same thing. Yeah. Motherfucker gonna kill himself. Little bitch ass. I mean, hey, man, if you need help, you need help. But I just I don't want people blaming porno and shit on this. You know what I mean? Some people saying motherfuckers just sick Grand Theft Auto. I think I even heard they were already searching a pond or a lake for a body because they for some reason they suspected he might like be in some water i don't know oh i, I could have sworn i saw that maybe i'm misleading everybody i can do that it's my podcast hey fuck them uh hey man shit let's let's go yeah. man let's call it a night i know we're busy man i love you dog it's good to catch up love you, you too daddy yeah man K-Hoo. um Gotta get Kehu out here. Fuck Tank. I lost a Tank. Fuck Bernal. Lost to Bernal. Uh, I'm about to fuck up Bob though. So. Oh God, I think Bob is one and one. Mm-hmm. I believe he is. We're playing for money too, Bob. So if you go zero and three this week, are you panicking? No, 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 no. When when no. does panic ensue for you? So we didn't yeah, even talk panic. about our trade. We made a trade. Aaron Rodgers, uh, no, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Lamar Jackson for... Should have did Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Yeah. Matt Stafford, man. Matt Stafford. Had a great first game. He still had a good second game. I think, I still think uh, he's going to have a really great season. I'm very high on Matt Stafford. giving up on Lamar, man. I guess uh, I just wasn't happy with the Lamar pick. And, uh, yeah, man. So, I am now shopping both Aaron Rodgers and Lamar because I feel like I could go with... And what you trying to get? I'd rather keep Aaron Rodgers... And deal with Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar is still. Uh, I think maybe the first two games might be frustrating. I still think he's gonna put up points. Like he put up 44 points uh, right after you traded him to me. So I don't know. He has the ability Lamar. to go off, and he's not Real gonna. Threat, man. Yeah, and he's his 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 floor is like still high. His floor is like 18 to 20 points. The ceiling is really high on Lamar Jackson. So I'm looking at uh, the Junior Western making cheese. Burgers, whatever the fuck, Kyle's team. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to he, trying to execute a trade, huh? He looks like he looks a little thin on oh, quarterback. Oh yeah, he wants a quarterback. He's been shopping the waiver wire so he's, much. He's looking a little thin on quarterback, and he has a good running back okay, arsenal. Who, come get a set it and forget it. You know, all you need is one of these QBs, and you can set it and forget it every week. Yeah. So what kind of? So you tell me what looking at. I'm, if you're looking at his roster, what are you thinking? I gave him a quarterback. I want either a running back or a tight end. I think he has depth at running back to deal something. Um, Wait, which two I could, positions are you looking for? I'm just looking at like one running back or tight end. I just want to get get some better um, play from a flex position. So, I mean, this would be a matter of a swap, maybe Lamar for Mark Andrews type deal. Um, I'm, but- I'd, I'd be willing to put Lamar in one of my players, like package it, if mm-hmm. for like a Nick Chubb or something, or for like a better running back. So I don't know. It depends. If we can do quarterback for a flex player, but if he needs more, I'd be willing to throw something in extra. Like, let's see. 
think you do Lamar for Mike Davis type deal. If, you, that if sounds... you're not confident in Mike Davis, then you'd have to go. You'd have to add a player to get Joe Mixon. I don't know if he's gonna part ways with Chubb though. So, but maybe his RB two. If you but like Zach Moss and Lamar Jackson, package that. Yeah, for Joe Mixon. For a Joe, for a Joe Mixon, that'd be good. Yeah, something. That's if we want to like put some big names Mike out there. Mike Davis. Yeah, Mike Man, Davis. he's already got two guys on IR. Yeah, Gus Edwards, you might as well drop him. Then uh, I'm sorry, that motherfucker ain't coming back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, that was a good little end segment to talk about trade stuff. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll catch you on the next one. When are we, when are we gonna go back on? Man, uh, what's good is Sunday not a good time because Sunday we can missed it the last two weeks. Yeah, I was just in Houston. I was I traveling. Know we just have fam. No, Kyle's man. gonna be in Houston Sunday, do. so Kyle's doing the family thing, but. I'll, I'll work on the calls. What day should be good? What do you think? Should we do... Sundays usually. I just think this is a rare form. We're kind of like all over the place right now. Okay, yeah. Let's go Sunday, man. Let's try to shoot for Sunday. Like Sunday morning? Sunday afternoon? Yeah, morning, huh? It was a better yeah, view before morning? the game? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, man. I'll talk Damn. to you later. All right, well, love you. Peace. Whoa. Wrong one. Wrong one. Come on.